Good morning and thank you for joining us for another sermon with this Grand Life Theology. Good morning. We began 2021 the way we begin all years. New Year's and New Year's Day, though the party was different, was greeted with hope in the same way as we always greet the new year. It was the start of a better year. Then a couple of events happened to start to derail things and ensure people lose hope. But we don't need to lose hope. Instead, this year can still be the year we want it to be. Today, I will take a minute to discuss the protests and the attack on the U.S. Capitol. But that isn't the lesson of today. Today, I want to talk about two core emotions that we all have that drives us. And those emotions are fear and love. You would have to be completely sheltered not to know about this week's events in Washington, D.C. that led to the unfortunate death of four. Regardless of what side of the aisle you may find yourself on, we should be able to agree that these events were brought forth by distrust in our government and unfortunately distrust in one another. This distrust has been increased due to a divide in the people by our politicians on both sides, including our congressmen, senators, and even the President of the United States. The media has also repeatedly added bias to news stories, leading to a great distrust on both sides of the aisle of the media. The truth is people are hurting and need someone to blame, so we blame each other. Instead of fixing the issues that are causing the pain, and don't get me wrong, in no way can I justify the actions that took place at the Capitol. It was wrong. It fixed nothing and was an attack on a constitutionally required action of Congress to ensure the continuation of our government. What we need to realize, though, is that this will only separate us further. We need to understand that while we may not be the cause of our problems, we are responsible for finding the solutions to them. We can't look to politicians to solve our problems either at the personal or even the community level. They won't help us. It's up to us. Even in yesterday's instance, instead of moving forward, everyone is now pointing fingers and accusing each other of high crimes. They're even talking about impeaching a president that at, on Monday will have less than nine days in office left. This was a protest. It was a riot. It was not an act of terrorism, an armed insurrection, or any other exaggeration being used currently. We should not look to impeach Trump with only nine days left. This will be a complete waste, solve nothing, and only divide the two parties farther. Now, once again, don't get me wrong. The actions leading to this event were outrageous. His comments we're unprofessional. And I don't say that we shouldn't impeach him because I think he's a good president or even I think he's a decent person because honestly, I don't feel that way. We should not waste government's time or the people's money, your money, my money on a lame duck president's impeachment when he has less than nine days in office. 
The fundamental lack of political responsiveness and action is evident in everything from environmental change to the economy. Whenever politicians get involved, things seem to get worse, with the fighting becoming the key objective and the real problems not being addressed. The political scene seems to be dominated not by growth and progress, but by finding ways to attack the other side of the aisle and ensure that these politicians are re-elected. This leads to a fear, a fear that things are being taken from us, a fear that we will be left out, and that is what those involved in this protest and those involved in the riot were going through at the time. They came to the realization that they were not going to be heard, and there, facing the building, that they felt was robbing them from their voice. They lashed out in anger and attacked it. They since have been faced with hatred and anger, some deserving, some a little over the top. But that hatred and anger is also coming from those working in fear. Unfortunately, the truth is most in our nation seem to be trapped in this form of fear, a fear of others' opinions and voices, fear of not being heard, but then robbing others of their voice. But it doesn't have to be that way. Instead, what if we did things by using the emotion of love, love for our fellow man and love for our community? Instead of anger and sadness, it would bring joy and understanding. Since our nation and even state politicians and leaders have not exactly shown an excellent track record for bettering our state and country, it is crucial to move away from the ideas that there is only one solution. There are many levels in between, with a change in our lifestyle being just one of them. We have a joint responsibility, and we sit here and twiddle our thumbs and wait for the politicians to take action. It will continue to be painfully slow. It is time that we no longer have. The truth is, humans possess this extraordinary capacity to picture how their future can be, both good and bad, and how it can be harmed if they don't change. This change can ensure communities benefit. It is crucial, however, that we know others will act as well. No one is willing to put themselves out there at this time. That is why we all must put ourselves out there. If we decide to work with our emotion of love, we will be able to build those teams that will benefit our community, that will benefit ourselves, making our state and our nation stronger, and making everyone better for it. It's not up to anyone but us. But we have to turn from fear of the otherwise and turn to love and then start working on the issues remember you can make your life and your world as grand as you want it to be you just need to get started